0: Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Let's Talk Tridelta. Thanks for joining us. I'm Karen White, Tridelta CEO and Editor-in-Chief of the award-winning Trident Magazine. Friends, we are still here navigating COVID-19. And as Tridelta continues to support our members, we've launched an empowering series It's called Three for You. We're taking some of your most important questions and the topics that you want to hear about and we're finding Tridelta experts to share their top three tips and best practices to answer your questions. So this pandemic has provided us with so many emotions and feelings around how our worlds have changed, also what they'll become. Already we've been through some trenches, and hopefully we've found resilience in our lives and with our families and careers and relationships. All of a sudden we're beginning to experience some glimmers of the future and maybe even some light at the end of this very, long COVID-19 tunnel and it's not just a ring light like <laughs> the actual light but we're finding ourselves thinking what's next how we move on and we're going to focus on that today with the help of a Tri-Delta favorite. Joining us on our podcast today is Crystal Clark. Hello Crystal. Hello hello how are you? I am well, thank you. Crystal is a graduate of the College of William and Mary and the University of Maryland in College Park. She's an honor initiate of Tri Delta and has been an incredible volunteer and facilitator and speaker. Um, She's also recently been slated to Tri-Delta's Leadership Development Committee for the upcoming biennium. When she's not volunteering for Tri-Delta, her her real job um, is the Director of Student uh, Leadership Development at Vanderbilt University, and she is a Gallup-certified strength coach, and she is always prepared to offer real talk to Tri-Delta's. Today, she's going to share her tips on how to perform a life audit as we move forward together. Crystal, let's talk Tri Delta. Let's do it. Happy to be here. So you and I have chatted, right? And you know that we've been pretty open and maybe even a little staunch about not using the <laughs> term new normal, right? There's nothing about this that is normal. And I know you agree. So um, share your initial thoughts on, on
1: how we move forward. Yeah, so for me, I really want people to, to take this opportunity as an, an, an invitation that you probably need it or secretly hoped for to really live a, a different life and not just a life that's different, but really a life that's better for you. You know, this has been sort of a, a forced pause for us in, in what we consider it was our normal. And like you said, that word normal really doesn't mean too much But we've been forced to take a break from really what was familiar, right? And something that's familiar, there's less stress in that. Uncertainty is stressful. And because of this, we're trying to get back to where we were, you know, nine or or 10 weeks ago. And a lot of that, I think, is because people are going through some really hard times right now. There are dire financial straits that people are experiencing A lot of us are wanting to reunite with loved ones or maybe get away from some loved (laughs) ones. We want autonomy. Humans love autonomy. We thrive on autonomy. And right now there's a lack of that of movement. Um, And we don't want to have to worry that every move that we make could lead to to irreparable consequences. But I want people to really take time and think back that there were probably elements of their lives pre-pandemic, that it would really do us well sort of not to glorify or get lost in nostalgia. Right. Um, We should all be honest that for many people, the familiar actually wasn't that great. (laughs) And likely some stressful elements in our existence that we had just come to accept because we didn't know how to press pause on them or overcome them. So thinking about going back to normal and strutting back to your normal life, what exactly do you want to get back to? And who do you want to get back to? And it may not have to be exactly what it was before. Oh, that's very powerful. Very powerful and true. So true, right? (laughs) Until
0: we get there, right? There's still so many unknowns Mm -hmm. and you're, you think it's important for us to to take a minute, take this time, and take stock of what we can control first. So say more about that.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know at the end of the day, there's only so many things that we can control. We can be concerned about a lot of things. We can influence a lot of things. But only so much, so we can control. And a lot of it, a lot of it is about how can you control your ability to choose. And I, I always want to be very cognizant of privilege in the world. Um, and that means that we all don't have the same choices, and we certainly don't all have the same caliber of choices. But right. very clear on those things that we can control and then owning your ability to make a different choice is super critical. And so thinking about those five elements of well-being. So think about your career, think about your social life, your financial well-being, your physical well-being, and then the community and your community's well-being. Um, maybe it's just time to take stock of how you're doing in those areas. And we're on a hiatus right now. <laughs> and yeah. there's nothing like a hiatus to create some opportunity for reflection. That's so true. We have the time to do it. You you have the time. And, you know, depending, I've been doing this alone for nine weeks. So I really have a lot of time to be in my head. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> So certainly if you're home with family and pets, your time may look a little bit different. But I would guess for many people, their 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 sheet of paper or their planner has a lot more white space than it did nine weeks ago. So
0: mm-hmm, true.
1: And here's the thing. I think that as we've been going through this, there's probably been moments of awareness. There have been things that have sort of hit you. Or you're, you're kind of like, what is that? Or what does that mean? There are these moments of awareness that I think we really need to take time to examine them and then have, have some self-compassion for them. When I say self-compassion, I, I mean empathy plus action. I've been talking to a lot of my friends as we've been going through this. And, you know, I have friends who they don't want to go back to the office. They have no interest in going back to their office. Right. They like their job. They like their work but working from home has served them super well and they don't want to go back to the office environment or really be around their colleagues i i have people in my life that you know we will have a zoom happy hour and i can't wait to reconnect with them and then there are some people that i thought we were good friends but i really am totally fine not being on zoom with them right now <laughs> yeah right uh, so true you yeah. know and it it just and you know i there are some, maybe there are some weekly commitments that people have, that they've been committed to this thing for so long, but they're really happy they don't have to go to those meetings right now. Yeah. They're happy because yeah. thing may look good. It may be for a great cause, but it's actually quite draining. People may be happy right now that they're not spending all their money eating out. <laughs> yeah. they're, conserving, yeah. they're conserving more money. Um, And you're looking at your spending and savings habits differently because some people, unfortunately, have lost their jobs. Some people are being furloughed. And if you're looking at your bank account and going, oh, I've made some bad decisions because I lost my job today. I'm not sure how long I could support myself. That's a moment of awareness that you sort of need to tap into and go, what's happening there? Right. I've been walking four miles a week all of a sudden because I've tried out (laughs) to. Walking with purpose. Thank you. It's been great, right? And so I'm thinking about, so how do I keep that going in my what's next? How do I not sort of let that go? And so there are all these things that may just sort of pop up and you go, wow, this does feel better. Why wasn't I doing this before? Right? Right. The thing is, is that these things are not new, but you're finally still, you're finally quiet. (laughs) And so you're finally sort of able and almost forced to pay attention to these things and you're aware of them. And now it's important to examine them and then like do something about it. Love it. I love it. These are
0: great challenges for yes. us. They really are. We all have to figure out what we're going to do, right? Yes. We need to do it with self-compassion. I love your definition of self-compassion, empathy plus action. Here's my reality. What am I going to do about it? Right. Right. (laughs) You're going to tell us a little bit about your concept around a life audit. Right. And you, you actually encourage people to do this on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, many of us that that work in business are totally aware of what an audit is. Right. But maybe not how it pertains to our lives. Mm -hmm. So, Talk about that concept for us, your life audit process.
1: So it's a, a three-step process. Um, and like you said, I do encourage people to do it on an annual basis. But also when you just start feeling overwhelmed with your life, there's never a bad time to do it. There's never a bad time. I know that you hear the, the word audit. It's like a visceral reaction. Nobody wants, the, <laughs> nobody wants an audit coming their way, right? right. I, know that. I also want you to think about the benefits of an audit right? Let's think about that and how that can pertain to your life. Um, And so when you think about this and, you know, Google Queen, if you look at the benefits of an audit, there's a few things that come up. One of them is compliance. And so I want you to think about compliance from a very human standpoint. Who are you bending yourself into being based on what somebody else wants from you? Hmm. What are you complying to in the world that maybe isn't actually what you want for yourself? But you've just decided, I'm going to fit this mold. I'm going to become this person. I'm going to follow these rules, not challenge this process. I'm going to be humble and quiet and small. What are the things that you're complying to in your life that may be totally antithetical to the woman that you want to be in this world? Right. Um, system improvements. Who doesn't need a good tune-up every now and then? <laughs> my yeah. audit helps me think about what physical improvements do I need to make? What processes do I need to overhaul in my life? What a mental health work do I need to go to? Do I need to go back to therapy? Do I need to meditate? Like, we all need system improvements. And my audit helps me understand those things about myself. Um, credibility. Credibility. And I define credibility as trust and belief. I think it's really important to have inner credibility as well as outer credibility. Can I trust myself? Do I believe in myself? That has to be like the starting point for everything. Yeah. And then turning that outward and saying, can other people trust me and believe in me? Am I living a life that allows for that to be the truth? This other one I love because it says detect and prevent fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So our world is calling so much right now for us to be authentic and vulnerable, right? Like be be yourself, put it all out there. And I think that is a great rally cry. And I think it's very difficult. And I also think it's very situational. Um, And everyone doesn't have the, Freedom to be their authentic self in every space that they're in. Right. What is so important to me though is that when I look in the mirror in the evening, do I think that I'm a fraud? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I need to be able to look myself in the eye and go, you are being honest to yourself, right? And you are being authentic with yourself. And that is super important. Yeah. You figure out how to do that on a bigger level, you know, externally outside of you. But for yeah. me, I, I always want to make sure that, that I'm honest with myself, right? Sure. Um, and then that last one is about better planning and budgeting. And we all need that. <laughs> but if I can know what my resources are, how I'm using my resources, <laughs> right? am I using these resources intentionally, then I can plan and budget my resources better. And for me, right. my time, my talent, my treasure, my energy, like those are my resources. Yeah. That's how an an audit can really help your life, and not just like the books in your business. So, I love it. I love the way you tie that, like the
0: technical answer going to (laughs) the Google, right back to really how this applies to your life. This is amazing. So, so let's get into your the three the three steps, right? The three aspects of a life audit, and that first step you identify is filter.
1: So, this is sort of the thing that you will really hold every opportunity, every relationship, and every experience up against in your life. So let's say you have a personal mission statement, right? Tri-Delta has a purpose. We have a set of core values. Everything that Tri-Delta does has to go through that filter. We have to make sure that we are a congruent organization. You as a human should have similar filters, whether it's a set of core values Whether you've defined the legacy that you want to leave in the world, perhaps you're a fan of Simon Sinek and you've defined your why for yourself. Maybe you just have some really great smart goals that you're living off of. If you're not clear about that, like if you're not clear about the larger picture and sort of um, one of your finish lines in life or one of your destinations in life, it's going to be hard for you to do a life audit because you kind of have to reverse engineer yourself into the end goal. Sure. So you have to have that filter first. The big question that I really want people to think about is how do you want your life to make you feel? Not what you want it to look like. You know, we are an Instagram centric (laughs) world. (laughs) That's true. And so, you know, we talk about the ring light. Well, we want to look pretty, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You don't want to know what I look like without this ring light. You know (laughs) what I mean? I want people to, to think about how do I want to feel and whatever it looks like, who cares? It's got to feel good. And that's the question I want people to ask about their lives. Because a lot of us are living lives that look incredible. Like we've yeah. all seen those families on Instagram. Yes. But in actuality, they don't feel great. Right. And to me, I want to feel great and I can look like whatever, but if I feel good, then that's a win. Like we've got success. And that's what I want people to really think about with their filter. And you know, that's, that's so in line with what we talk about
0: at Tri Delta, right? Through our values and, and um, just our ritual, right? About knowing ourselves and, you know, being our own master. Um, don't worry, I won't take it much further than that. I won't initiate anybody on the podcast right? <laughs> but it's so in line with, with what we um, as an organization live by as, as our core values. So, so filter, step one. Step now, one. step two, I can't wait to hear more about this. Okay. So the next step is flair, right? And I, I love a
1: little flair, but <laughs> tell me what you mean about flair. So this flair is about that moment that I want you to have, you know, when you take your, your bag and you flip it over and everything falls out. <laughs> yes. Stuff that you didn't even know was in your bag. Right. <laughs> that has been in there too long. <laughs> Stuff that you're embarrassed that somebody wants uh, see. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this, <laughs> the flares <laughs> that burst of, here's everything that's on my plate of life. Like everything. Here is the master list of everything that I'm spending time on everything. And I want you to think about your job, your passion projects, your relationships, your campus and community involvement. If you are scrolling on TikTok two hours a day. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, there are listeners that are saying, that's me. That that is me. I'm doing that. Listen, you get those little internet, low screen reports now on your phone. And you can see that you've spent seven hours today. Mm-hmm. On your phone, frightening, right? In that flare, I want you to be so honest and transparent, and go. This is this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I am watching the home shopping network at two a.m. Not buying anything, but I'm watching, right? Like <laughs> you're spending your energy, and I want you to put it all on one sheet of paper. Just put it out there. So once you've done that, you've done step one that is your filter. Step two is your flare. Right. How you going to take your filter to analyze your flare. Mm. So this is the task. So now you got to hold that filter up and take each element from that flare and say, huh, is this helping me achieve my filter? Is yeah. this alignment with my filter? Right. Now you have to analyze the congruence and also deeply the, the incongruence <laughs> of what's right. here. Yeah. Are you disproportionately spending your time in places that are not filling your cup or helping you achieve your mission? Right. I mean, we talk a good talk, but are we walking it? Like, are we really doing things to achieve it? Um, and this process will start to highlight for you things that you can eliminate from your life or decrease the presence of in your life. So there are some questions that you can ask yourself, like, is this thing helping me to achieve my mission? Is this thing making me feel the way that I, that I desire to feel in my life? Um, I also like to ask, you know, what am I gaining by having this thing on my plate? What am I getting from it? Um, and could I get that benefit another way? And then the other side you have to say is, what would I lose if I took this off my plate? Hmm. And does that matter? You know, I think one of the biggest quotes that I take from me in my leadership studies is people aren't afraid of change, they're afraid of loss. Right? That's a quote from Hyftz. And so mm-hmm. I think we are totally fine with change, but if we feel like we're going to lose something, that's what we have to address. So what am I losing by taking something off my plate? And can I deal with that loss? Can I get over that that loss? And I also think a lot of asking yourself, is this element using Up other resources that could help me accomplish my why, that could help me accomplish my goal. Yeah. So you may need some extra money to start funding a business that you want to start, but you're donating that money to a cause that doesn't really resonate with you anymore, or you're online shopping so much (laughs) that you can't start the business because. All of your funding is dedicated to, you know, J. Crew's annual sale or whatever. <laughs> right. So, so we, we've got to think about those things. Do you want to write a book? And you're always saying, I don't have time, but you're spending three hours a week at a, a committee meeting that you don't want to be there anymore. So yeah. we have to start thinking about those things. Um, and my, my most favorite question, one of my favorite books is Essentialism by Greg McKeown. Mm, Yeah. About zero-based budgeting of your life. And the big question is, if I weren't already involved with this, would I sign up for it now? That's a huge question. And I think that COVID-19 has created this opportunity that a lot of us, our books are blank. (laughs) The meeting (laughs) stopped. The commitments ended. Like, so our... Our Excel sheet is a little blank right now. We have this opportunity to say, do I want to put that back on or not? Like this is the moment. Yeah. Rebuild that budget for yourself. And if people are having a hard time with this, I always think about a stoplight. Um, (laughs) You know, it's, it's easy. We all know what a stoplight is and how it works, right? And so as you're looking at these different elements in step two, and you're comparing them to step one, you're probably going to have three answers. One is a total green light. Yes, this element of my flare is totally congruent to my filter, like on it. Keep doing stuff. Good job. You're also going to have your red lights where you really say, oh no, (laughs) this is not good. (laughs) This doesn't work anymore. It's not working. And it may have served you five years ago, but not anymore. Right, Right. you change, and those are things that you say no to, you stop, or you do the all-powerful you you uncommit from it, you back away from it, and then you have your yellow light, which serves a purpose. Maybe you need to slow down and try to redesign that one, and maybe you turn it into a green light. But if you can't, it's going to have to become a red light, and you got to let it go.
0: Right, and and you know this. These are not um, you suggest an annual audit, right? So a red light. Commitment doesn't mean you'll never come back to it. Absolutely it not. It may just mean it's not right for right now. For right now. What are you prioritizing right now? That's what I love about this exercise, right? It's scalable yeah. and, it's, and it's forgivable, right? And it allows for
1: growth and change. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful thing. Right. You know, because what served you when you were 18 will not serve you when you're 25. And what served you when you were single may not serve you when you're married. And so and we have to be okay with that. We have to be okay with that growth and change across the board. Like we have to. Right. right. Um, That's how we, how we move through it. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. No, it's, it's just a part of growing up. I think it's a part of developing deeper self-awareness. Um, and it's a part, I think, of just sort of honoring who you are as a woman. Yeah. Um, and being okay that that's just not going to look the same and it's not going to feel the same from year to year. It just isn't.
0: Well, I love that we talk about this in the sense of, of developing and growing up, but you you talk about a great analogy that is floating out there on social
1: media. Yeah, you know, um, there's this quote that it made me giggle because I, I thought about a baby actually doing this, but when babies don't want to hold something anymore, they just drop it. And we've... <laughs> on a baby that like a bottle goes flying around. We're like, what happened? Like what? <laughs> the toy just falls, you know, the pacifier flies out of their hand. They're just like, I'm done with this. I'm walking away. And I think we have all been trained to follow through no matter what. Mm-hmm. Don't quit, do you know, um, in order to win, you have to stick with it. And you ha- your word is your bond. And and I think to a certain extent, that has really haunted a lot of us in our lives. And yeah. we committed to things that aren't good for us. And so we've got to sort of re-socialize ourselves to say, it's okay to, to back away and let like yeah. that baby, drop it. <laughs> Just drop it. Absolutely. I'm a big
0: fan of saying, you don't want to stay at the party too long. Right. Right? Leave, leave while they're still applauding, right? <laughs> like that, that's what you want. So I am loving this, this life audit. I mean, to me, this could be a game changer for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, these circumstances, especially this whole COVID-19 thing, um, mm-hmm. have made so many of us feel like we need to be more or do more, right? Because we're seeing so, we're comparing ourselves to so many people, right? We need to organize, decorate, learn skills, right? right. List goes on. But, but really, this is a great way for us to, to take stock right, of our mm-hmm. own lives. Mm-hmm. So the last step in the audit is focus, right, which goes right mm-hmm. right along with Tridelta here in 2020. In fact, the, the, you know, theme of our convention 2020 is focus. So say more about focus.
1: So so focus is the work, right? Focus is the rubber meeting the road. And so now that you have gone through, you have this filter you have this flare, you know where the congruence is, where the incongruence is what you need to say no to, what you can say yes to. Now it's time to actually make it happen, right? It's time to make that different and better life for yourself. Um, Commit yourself to those things that that really do matter. Okay, with uncommitting from those things that just no longer resonate with you in your life right now. This is really about fighting the urge to return to the familiar because that'll be easy. It'll be super easy to go back to the familiar and it'll also be very convenient. Um, and I also want people to really dig in and fight that false narrative that the past was just incredible. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Don't, don't do that to yourself. You know, don't gaslight yourself, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, 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 the past actually, I mean, it certainly wasn't perfect because nothing isn't, but there were probably some things back there that you want to fix. So don't do that to yourself. And I work with, I work with really incredible students at Vanderbilt. They are crazy intelligent and super creative. They are also the most booked and busy people I've ever met in my yeah. life. Yep. And so one of the things that I talk to them a lot about is how do you embrace the power of pause, P-A-U-S-E. Mm -hmm. Just take a breath before you say yes to one more thing. Just just take a breath. Just breathe. Say to the person who's making that request of you, can you give me 24 hours or 48 hours? You know, email actually isn't urgent. So if someone's asking you something, take your hand off the home keys and think, right? (laughs) Check your planner. figure out whether or not you actually want to do it. Like, just take a break before you say yes to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you can really bring that filter to, to mind and go, okay, if I say yes to this, is it in alignment? And yeah. that help you make a better decision yeah, just slow down. Just slow down. Yeah. <laughs> and I also just want people to think about those five elements of well-being and making sure that you, you have a life that feels good and makes you feel better. And once again, it's not about how it looks. It has to feel good and it mm-hmm. has to be helping you get to your desired, your desired next step. You know, for this focus part, you've prioritized and now it's about execution and I, I really want to encourage people to say that you're what's next. We want to focus on really making that a step forward and not about going back. Right? Let's really make it about next.
0: So, so important. Um, and, and a life audit. Filter, flare, focus. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we are delta, delta, delta. So we like <laughs> a little alliteration. Or maybe a lot of alliteration. A lot of alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> so Crystal, this is just outstanding um, and, and really, really empowering. It allows us to take our power back, right? At a time mm-hmm. when we don't feel like we have a lot of control. So appreciate you and, you know, all of this great content, but especially just you. Thank your you. wit, <laughs> Your wisdom. Can you, can you tell our listeners how they can
1: hear and see more of you? Sure. I am on Instagram at crystal in clark. Um, I, my website is the same crystalinclark.com. My middle name is Nicole so that's where the n comes from. I'm on Facebook as crystal clark and then LinkedIn also as crystal in clark. So that's how you
0: can find me. Outstanding. Well, I I suspect you'll hear from a lot of our listeners and I just I love- so on their behalf, I want to thank you, thank Crystal Clark, our sister, for joining us today with such empowering words. We certainly hope that all of our members and families remain safe and are following all the important guidelines regarding COVID-19. Still, there are so many Tri-Deltas serving on the front lines of this crisis in healthcare and law enforcement and other areas. Our thoughts and Delta Love go out to all of them as they continue to serve unselfishly during this time. If you liked this three-for-you experience, and I bet you did, you can find more <laughs> three-for-you topics at tridelta.org backslash three-for-you. Stay tuned for our upcoming podcast series, too, featuring some of our distinguished deltas and much more throughout the summer. If there are additional topics you'd like to hear about, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at org. Um, and as you do, please like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. Tridelta's love three stars, but... At Let's Talk Tri Delta. We love five-star ratings. Thank you for talking Tridelta with us. Join us next time and bring you.